0: Hey guys, welcome to the Metamorphs Podcast. My name is Lindsay Boynton, and I own a fitness facility called CrossFit Backward Arrow in Abilene, Texas with my husband, Josh. Together, we encourage healthy living through body, mind, and spirit. And my particular passion is spreading awareness of how powerful your mind is and helping other people transform their lives through some techniques and Um, ways that we can change the way we think so um, I'm gonna start off with a story today the other day a friend came to me and said that she'd set a goal to have a cleaner diet this year she wanted to stop eating candy after dinner less Starbucks runs and no dairy except on special occasions but the problem was she felt like she'd completely fallen off of her goal and she was struggling to start back up. So, I said to her, "Um, Yeah, I was wondering why you had a more prominent muffin top than usual today. I guess you're just a really weak-minded person, so you should probably get professional help or give up, because you just don't have what it takes. You're a fat slob. Which she replied, Yeah, I know. You're right. I'm so miserable. Thanks for listening. So you're probably thinking, um, seriously, who says that? And you're right. It's ludicrous. That is not how we talk to each other. But if you think about that same story in terms of your own self-talk, your inner dialogue that you have with yourself, does it sound more familiar and more realistic? So in that story, the friend was actually me. That is a struggle I'm having. And the response is my super mean inner voice. She's really hurtful. And the way she talks to me, I would absolutely never talk to another person like that, especially not a friend that I love. So if this would have happened for real, a friend would have told me this, I would have encouraged her. I would have acknowledged all the stressors that she has going on in her life that make it really difficult to meet her goal. And I would have come alongside her and helped her create a plan to be more successful, um, and offered to be her accountability. I mean, totally different response if this would have been my friend, but that's not how my inner voice talks to me. And this is a problem. So, um, I don't, really understand why we do this to ourselves. Our first response is just poison, and we tend to tear ourselves down. And self-deprecation seems to be a default mode for a lot of us, especially women. Um, We just seem to be really hypercritical of ourselves. And we can argue about where that comes from, but today I really want to help you have some tools for how to work on this. So I first started really paying attention to this process about ten years ago, I was engrossed in an eating disorder. I was having body image issues, um, just super depressed. And through counseling, I started realizing how truly degrading I was to myself. And so I started the very hard work of changing this. Learning to replace your thoughts is a hard, long road, and I still fall into bad habits, but. Step one is just start listening. Notice when you're being critical of yourself. Pay attention to when it happens, what you're doing and who you're with when you notice that you're starting to put yourself down. Step two is then begin correcting. So here's some examples. Wow, I'm such a screw up becomes no, that's not true. I am an amazing person with fill in the blank with whatever quality or talent you're proud of. And you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you say, oh, I look so old. That becomes, no, actually, I am a beautiful person who's loved by many. And I love my fill in the blank with whatever feature you love the most. I usually go to my green eyes because that's something that I really like and that's, when I start putting myself down in the mirror, that's what I say. So over time, and believe me, this takes time and consistency. You have to stick with this um, to see the, the results. But you can change the way your brain works. You can route new pathways and change your inner voice to be much more positive experience. So the other side of this conversation is not only how we talk to ourselves, But how we take compliments from other people. And I used to be an expert at deflecting compliments. If someone said something nice about my clothes, I'd be like, oh, this is just from Target. Or if they said, wow, you've lost a lot of weight. I'd be like, oh, well, it's just because they've been working me so hard at work. And if someone complimented me on a workout that I did, I would direct to somebody else and be like, oh, well, they did so much better, or I scaled, or, you know, whatever it was. But at some point, I got to thinking about this, and I noticed that other people did that too when I complimented them. And when they did that, I felt like my compliment had fallen on deaf ears, like like it didn't mean anything to them. And they were missing the gift that I was trying to give to them of a bright spot in their day. The inspiration to keep up the good work or whatever it was. And that's when I realized that all we have to do is just simply accept a compliment with graciousness. You don't have to make excuses or minimize it. Just say thank you. And maybe say, you know, thanks for saying that. I appreciate it. You know, that's it. When a rare person would simply accept my compliment. I felt so good, so much better than when they brushed it off. This is win-win, right? So try this. The next time you're complimented, just say thank you and mean it. Hear what what they said. Make a note, keep a list of your compliments, keep a list of the nice things that people say to you, the thank you notes that you get, and then look back at that when you're struggling with your self-talk when you are noticing that you know you're being kind of mean to yourself go back to these compliments that you've received and it makes such a huge difference it makes it a lot easier to replace what you're saying because you have some words given to you from other people it's so easy for us to focus on the negative it it seems to just get seared into our brains you know you could have done 99% of it right and got 1% wrong And all you see is the 1% and you turn it over in your mind and then shame creeps in and here we go. Why? Why do we torture ourselves like that? Of course, we should be aware of shortcomings and open to constructive feedback. I'm certainly not saying that we don't, but we don't have to live there. And in fact, the more you focus on the good, the better things get. Because you see, as I've been saying over and over again, What you focus on expands. So stop hating yourself for what you aren't and start loving yourself for what you are. Negativity repels. Gratitude attracts. Redirect your energy into building the positive and watch your life blossom. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, you found it helpful, please share. Uh, send a link to a friend, find it on Facebook and um, share it around so we can spread the love and joy. Um, Have a fantastic week and we will talk next time.